welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Week four review. We're we're going we're going to uh, London this week. We're heading on over to Europe. Football in Europe. Across the pond. It, boys, my tater sore. I took a I took a walloping last week. Uh, it's my redemption week, hopefully, or I could just dig myself in a deeper hole. Uh, foreshadowing to the to the DFS episode airing tomorrow. I just took it took a lot of L's this week. I feel like the Bears. What does that seem right to say? From a fantasy perspective, the Bears won this week, right? The, Bear, <laughs> but, the Bears did win. But from a fantasy perspective, they're just, their whole team's just a big L. Just a big L, all of them. Yeah, yeah. London. Who's who's going to be up at uh at, at nine thirty to watch that game? Uh, I'll be up. I, yeah, I'll, I'll be up as well. I feel like it has some. It's who's who is it this week? Uh, Vikings, there, Vikings Saints. Vikings at Saints. At Saints. at Saints. Yeah. Can we is it Wembley? Is it at huh. Wembley Stadium? It's, it a, it's, it's where the Tottenham Hotspurs play. Tottenham oh, Hotspurs. No. Don't you feel like the home team kind of gets the short end of the stick? Absolutely. You lose that on a home game. Yeah, absolutely. It's usually the Jaguars, too. The Jaguars, I feel like, I think they send, they play like two or three games there every year, the NFL does, and the NFL just volunteers the Jags as tribute for all of them. Yeah. I, I uh, thought wasn't there a push at one point to get them relocated to London? It's possible. It, it's possible. I mean, Shad Khan will do whatever he can to make the franchise successful. <laughs> is uh, he the worst owner ever? Or, uh, no, no. Jimmy Haslam is the worst owner ever. He's got the worst luck. Cleveland Shad Khan's got the worst luck as an owner. Who would have thought Urban sure. Meyer just would go off the deep end whenever he got hired into the NFL? Sticking fingers and booty holes, man. Jimmy Jimmy Haslam has paid an enormous sum of money, not once but twice. This has happened before. Do you remember when he essentially bought out Brock Osweiler's contract just for a pick? Which I mean, he had the money to throw. He 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 bought him straight up from uh, Houston, uh, just because they signed him for a ridiculous amount. Found out that he sucked and then wanted out. And Jimmy Haslam bought out that contract, got the pick, wasted that pick, didn't learn his lesson, continued to be bad. And uh, here we are. He just paid Deshaun Watson the most guaranteed money ever to not play football. Yeah, that's true. Some things never change. The quarterback rat race. All right, let's let's dive in. Uh, The first game, the Thursday night game, the old Amazon Prime game, Jeff Bezos. Uh, we've got, a, and in my opinion, kind of a disrespectful line. I'd like to see if y'all agree with this. Dolphins at Bengals. Dolphins are dogs. Bengals minus four over under set at 47. I think it's a trap line, Goni. Uh, I like the Bengals side here. What do you think? Yeah, I, I can see it. As as bad as the Bengals have been playing, Tua is very hurt going into this game. So that might factor into it. And... I don't know, man. It just feels like the Dolphins coming off 
such a win over the Bills. I feel like they're, you know, everyone's probably ready to throw their money on the Dolphins to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I could definitely see a trap game here. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a short week too, right? I mean, the Dolphins going just two days between games. Yeah. Um, with with your quarterback being hurt, the only shining light I see is is Tyreek Hill is gassing himself up for this one. I um, don't know if y'all saw the uh, post game or it wasn't necessarily the post game where he's going off on Eli Apple, saying he wants another shot at Eli Apple. Uh, he said he owes him um, and all that. So we'll we'll see. That's that's really the only shining light I have for the Dolphins is is the is Tyreek Hill going to Eli Apple, who is absolutely awful. <laughs> is this the first time anybody's ever called out Eli Apple? Who cares? <sighs> yeah, usually Eli Apple probably doesn't warrant a response. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What did what did Eli Apple do to Tyreek Hill, man? What am I missing? He beat him. He beat the Chiefs. And then I'm pretty sure Eli Apple talked trash afterwards, and Tyree Kill was like, "You're awful. <laughs> what do you mean?" Oh, uh, so I, I don't, I don't know. I think that's an easy call out for Tyree Kill. It's not like he's calling out anybody that's like a top ten, top twenty corner. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of with you all. I think this is a trap. So give me, give me Cincinnati. Give me the over. I think I think Joe Burrow finds it. They scored twenty seven this past week, albeit against the Jets. I know the Dolphins defense is way better than the Jets, but I think the Dolphins put up more than twelve. I think yeah. I think I think Joe Burrow finds it offensively this week. Yeah, uh I mean, looking at the injury report right now, two was limited in practice. Jalen Waddle was also limited in practice. Taron Armstead, the offensive tackle, however, did not participate in practice today. So, I mean, that's kind of a big deal to me. Absolutely. Four points is, four points is kind of rough, though. Like, I, I think that the Bengals win, but I don't know if they do it by more than four. But I can also see, like, it's a trap. Joe Burrow's frustration from, like, the last three games, the entire season, essentially. Just absolutely going out and putting up like 400 plus yards and four touchdowns and Jamar yeah. Chase crushing it. So I'll go Bengals as well. What was the over under? One more time, Wayne. 47. Give me the over. Uh, I'm with you on both. Give me the over on it. Begs, what do you think? I'm taking the over and I'm playing Tyler Boyd in my flex. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie uh, did really well against the Dolphins last week. Uh, Playing out of the slot in Buffalo. Miami just seems to roll their coverage to the number one receiver. Um, I mean, I like T. Higgins and, T- and Tyler Boyd both. That's fair. I think Jamar Chase still comes out and has a good game as well. I mean, they've got two lockdown corners, or so they say. Oh, or so they've played, really, honestly, this, this yeah, thus thanks. far during the season. But is there anyone, I mean, we're playing our Tyreeks, we're playing our Waddles, we're playing our Chases, T. Higgins. You're playing Burrow, right? Oh, yeah. As, as bad as he's been, you're, are you confident in starting Burrow up this week? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't think Miami's pass rush does enough to push him out of the pocket, which is really what's causing him problems all year. What do, do you, you think, Wayne? Do you start Tua? Sorry. 
I'm going to ask Wayne the same. I uh, I am in a super flex over, well, I'll take that back. I have Jared Goff on my bench in that. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, just, just a regular standard PPR, 12-man league. Do you start Tua this week? A lot of guys picked him up off waivers after he went ahead and showed out and had that big six-touchdown game. Is, are you safe to start Tua? I, I, I think if we go the over, you have to. You know, if you think it's a high-scoring affair, I think the Bengals put up points. I think the Dolphins will have to match, so sure. Okay. Wayne? Uh, I, I think it's something I keep my eye on. Tua or Jameis Winston against the Vikings? Jameis. Really? Wayne? Yeah. Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis? Yeah. Tua or Mitch Trubisky against the Jets? Tua. Mitch Trubisky's been... Okay. Tua or Matt Ryan against Tennessee? Tua. I got to see Matt Ryan do it, man. Okay. All right. All right. I got one for you. Last one. Tua or Carson Wentz against Dallas? Give me, give me Carson Wentz. I feel like that's going to be, be a shoot, a divisional shootout. I like, I like Tua. Dallas's defense is legit, man. Their front four, unbelievable. Lead the league against Texas. All right, there you have it. I, I think I'd start Tua in almost all those matchups as well. So that, that's just what side of the fence I'm on on that. How do you all feel about starting your Gaseckis in this one? Two out of the three, uh, two out of the three games they the Bengals have played so far, uh, the leading receiver on the other team has been the tight end. That's Pat, a good fact. Pratt Firemuth in week one, and Conklin is, went off in week three. This is going back even to last year for me. Something that I've noticed is that the Bengals are and have been atrocious against tight ends. We, granted, we went to a game last year. Wayne and I did with his brother, who's not invited to the podcast ever, ever, never. And Stop asking. It it was the Bengals and Forty Niners. And granted, it was George Kittle who who they're playing against. So I mean, take that with a grain of salt. But George Kittle absolutely destroyed them repeatedly, and it was just it was just a common theme all year. Tight, tight ends destroy the Bengals, so yeah, I, I'm not ever really the biggest Gasecki lover in the league, but I would absolutely start him up this week if I have him. I I think it's hilarious to uh, for anybody around us. I think me and Goni were the most confusing people because I'm a Buccaneers fan, he's a Patriots fan, Bengals. Uh, 49ers are playing. I think we had George Kittle in a league. Who did we have on the 49ers that year? We had like we had one player, I think, on the 49ers. Uh, I don't even remember because I remember because because he would do something and we'd go nuts. Yeah, and all the Bengals yeah, fans we were, would be like, and then Jamar Chase yeah, would get a catch and we'd be like, yeah, and they'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> we'll turn yeah we're rooting for a 49er whenever he makes a play and then jamar chase scores a touchdown and we're turning around giving high fives to strangers in the crowd and everything <laughs> yeah let's go 
Oh uh, yeah, where that that shows you how how in deep we are with fantasy is we literally just go watch matchups where we we've got a lot of skin in the fantasy game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you obviously don't start Trigaseki over you know your top five guys. Uh, but if if you're if you're streaming or if you're one of those people like myself, I have let me let me take let me ask the Goni question here. And I want this for my own personal gain, just to get your all's opinion. Zach Ertz or Mike Gusecki? Mike Gusecki. Just because of how bad I know the Bengals are against tight ends. It's tried and true. Uh, Wayne, who did the Cardinals play? Oh, gosh. It doesn't even matter to me, honestly. Uh, but let's give it a go. The Cardinals um, play Panthers. The Panthers. 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 I'm going to take Zach Ertz on that one, and, and I am willing to put a doink that Zach Ertz outscores Mike Gusecki. Ooh, you want it, Wayne, or is this again? Is this for me? It's for you. I'm uh, asking the question. Oh, snap call. Done. Snap call. Done. Done deal. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I'm excited to win this doink. Carolina is elite against receivers this year. Not so much tight ends, my friend. Okay. Have you, Not have so you fast, watched the Bengals? Have you watched the Bengals play football against tight ends? Okay. They're not elite against wide receivers or tight ends, so I got that going for me. Indeed. Yeah, Tyreek Hill did have to call out Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a good one. I'm interested in this. I'd hate to be in it because it's a coin flip for me. I, I'm well, leaning. I'm leaning Gasecki on this, but it's it's very close. We did absolutely nothing to help you. Uh, to help you decide. No, I mean you all split and then doinked it. I mean, how am I supposed to make a decision off that one? I mean, all right, we're I, in the ledger. Get, all right, before we move on to any other games, are, are we starting any Chase Edmonds action? He's too too feast for oh. famine for me. I don't trust him. No, I don't no. trust him either. I don't trust him either. I don't. I don't trust Mostert. Anyone in the backfield. Just find a better option this week. Yep. Yeah, it'll drive you crazy trying to predict which one. Onward to off. London. Nine thirty a.m. Sunday. Vikings and Saints. What is gonna happen here? Dalvin Cook is is a question mark for this game. I believe. So all you Alexander Madison owners out there are crossing your fingers until they snap into a million pieces. What is your uh, what's the over under and the spread on this one, Wayne? The spread is New Orleans plus two point five. The over under is forty three and a half. I'm gonna take the Saints and I'm gonna take the over. I don't like the Vikings secondary at all in this matchup. Uh is Mike Thomas gonna play Goni? As of right now, uh, it's not looking good. He didn't participate in practice. He might miss a game. It's week four. Are you worried as a, as an organization if after two years of missing football games, Mike Thomas misses a game here in week four? He's played hard, so no. Cool. Three <laughs> weeks is good. No, I mean, I, I mean, you know, if he misses a week, I'm okay with it. I, I'm firing up my Chris Olaves this week. I'm firing up my Alexander Madison's this week. Uh, Jed has got a tough matchup with Lattimore. Uh, that's he's a problem. 
He's been a problem for everybody this year except Drake London, uh, surprisingly. Chris Olave, in my opinion, is an absolute surefire start this week, without a doubt. I picked him. I was able to get him in uh, a keeper league that I have. I'm locking him in easily. I feel great about him. The man, like like we mentioned before, he's had 13 targets in each of the last two weeks. If Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry don't play, which neither of them participated in practice, I feel like this man is going to get a thousand targets. Uh, at the same time, though, your boy Jameis Winston, Wayne, he also did not practice. Taysom Hill took a couple snaps at practice today from the quarterback spot, and it's looking like Andy Dalton might get the start here. Does that change your opinion, Beggs, on your over-unders or who yes. wins the, the game? Just Get keep that in mind, man. You, you didn't ask the, the injury report status before you made your uh, assessment here. So Give with that being said... Yeah, man. I, I'm still playing Olave, but I'm taking the under if, if it's Andy under center. Wayne, Kamara or Alexander Madison? Is Dalvin Cook out? Likely. I mean, I would, if, if I Dalvin would Cook's playing, then give me give me Kamara. But if he's out, give me Madison. I've faded Kamara since May, and my fate has been accurate. Goni and I, I won't take full. Did you fade him too, Begley? I know, I know you weren't high on him, but do, okay. We all faded Kamara, yeah. and he's our fate has been coming to fruition. Alexander Madison has shown when he's thrown into that leading role due to injury, he's a stud. Yeah. So if it's lead back, lead back, Madison, Kamara, uh, give me Madison on that one. I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Saints, even if even if Andy Dalton starts. I'm just uh, this Vikings team is just. Eh. I I know it's plus two and a half, which is might as well be a be a pick 'em. But uh, I want the under as well. I don't know. I'm just not impressed with the Saints this year. I, and I know that's not a uh, the statistical analysis that everybody wants to hear. I just I don't see it from them. The Saints. I feel like when uh, Jarvis Landry is good, right? No. Oh God, no, just Chris Olave. Chris Olave is the guy right now. That's why I'm so high on him. Is Landry and uh, Michael Thomas potentially might not play this week. So I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh man, I don't think this is yeah. going to be a good game to watch. I think I think the opposite. I think in London, points get scored like every single year. Uh, I know it looks ugly on that side of the ball, but I'm going to take the over. I'm going to I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. It's it's a big game, but it's not in prime time. It's not going to be spotlighted. Well, actually, it is. It is kind of a prime time game, actually. Now that I think about, it, there will be no other football on. At this time of day in America, or anywhere in the world for that matter, considering the time it's being played, <laughs> and that's when Kirk Cousins chokes. So that kind of changes my mind a little. Uh, I think he inadvertently notices his spidey senses tingle and realize that he's in the spotlight, and now I think he chokes while absolutely force-feeding Jetta after the man might as well have been invisible last week. 
So I think he force feeds Jetta at least 15 targets. And I think the Saints win the game. Taking the over, though. That's fair. Madison, absolutely start Madison. As you said, I don't, I mean, Wayne summed it up. I think, I think thinking back on it, Kamara was like our consensus running back like 17 or 18, maybe lower than that going into the season. And people kind of thought we were crazy because a lot of, you know, pros or experts or whatever easily had him inside the top 10 and we just didn't see it. And we're going to probably continue to not see it. And I feel good about it as a whole. As a podcast here. Um, Are you playing Thielen in your flex? I don't feel good about it. Uh, I will probably... No. No, I'm not no. going to play Thielen. They they went to the coaches' meeting, slapped themselves for not giving Jed the ball, um, and, and he's going to, like Goni said, he's going to get force-fed. It's like, I like uh, Herb Smith. nobody's starting Kendrick Osborne this week either. Right. I, I like... Give me... Give me uh, Irv Smith, though, in this game, if you are in need of a tight end play or if you can stream him or something, I, I like the matchup for that. Irv Smith or Zach Ertz? Ooh. Zach Ertz. Man. I I think I might lean Irv Smith in this game. Interesting. Very low on Zach Ertz this week. It, it's just that he... So many other targets went around, man. You had 14 catches for Hollywood last week. You had another eight for Dorch. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, moving on. The 1 o'clock game. Browns at Falcons. Falcons plus 1.5. Over-under is 48.5. I'm going to go under, and I'm going to take Atlanta. Uh, actually, no. I'm going to take Cleveland. I think I think Cremont and Nick Chubb have have really nice games this week. Um, I think Amari Cooper has a good game. Uh, those corners in Atlanta haven't really looked as good as I would have kind of expected them to look. AJ Terrell seems to have regressed from his Pro Bowl year last year, and I always like Amari Cooper against a non-elite corner. Um, I'm firing up Drake London and Cordero Patterson, the usual suspects. Drake Drake London Patterson Denzel Ward today. He didn't practice. Well, what did you say, Wayne? Drake London going against Denzel Ward. I like it. Denzel Ward also did not practice today. How's how's the uh, the what's Miles Garrett's situation after the car wreck? He also did not practice today. He's he. I, I believe he injured his biceps and. Well, yeah, I'm sure that things were jammed into the car. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he he probably created a lot of the damage within the vehicle just from the crash. Uh, I don't know, man. I I wouldn't look for him to play this week. In a Wayne in a super flex, Mariota or Brissett? Brissett's been playing well. Mariota, G- give me Mariota strictly for what he does on the ground. Okay. I like it. The whole defense is hurting right now for for the Browns. You have Jadavian Clowney, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett. You also have Joel Batonio. All didn't practice. Amari Cooper didn't even practice. I, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like it's one of those traps. Wayne, what was the line in the over-under again? Uh, plus one and a half, Atlanta, 48 and a half over-under. 
they're they're slight home dogs. Give me Atlanta. Give me the over. Really? Yes. Give me Atlanta. Give me the over. Give me give me Atlanta. Give me the under. I'll take the under on it. Um Oh gosh, what was I gonna ask? Are are the Browns a surprise team in the NFL? With Jacoby Brissett under center, two and one? It hasn't been uh, a pretty two and one. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like asking if the Giants are the surprise team of the NFL because they're two and one. The yeah, answer is no. Spoiler I Browns, alert. I think the Browns look more competent than the Giants do. Uh, is every is everybody starting to fire up their Amari Coopers? Is he is he a steady start now? He is until he goes against an elite corner. He might be. What about Cordero Patterson? Is he an every week start now? Yeah. For as much hate as I've given that man, I think he is. I think so. I think he's so, I think yeah. he's nestled himself nicely into people's flex. I'm I'm ready to ride with, you know, Amari Cooper every week as well until he proves to me he can't do it. So Don't, who are you playing this week? Tyler Algier or Josh Palmer? Josh Palmer, man. Wayne, who are you taking? Shut up, Begley. <laughs> Stir in the pot every episode. We're playing our Kyle Pitts, of course, this week. We're playing Goni trying to keep his nice guy facade, just answering the question. No, that was a backhanded insult, Mad Mob, and I'm not going to take it. Not for me. I was just answering the question. Oh, what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, David and Joku. You're firing up David and Joku, right? Oh, man. Yeah, but don't expect what he got last week. Why? Why? Yeah. There's no pattern in Njoku's. Uh, history of the NFL of him repeating those those big kind of games. I, I just don't see it. I mean, there's also been no history of the, the amount of targets that he's received in said game as well. So I, I'm saying, do, does he, will we see, all right, over under, over under six and a half targets? I'll take the under. I'll take six or under. Fair enough. He doesn't believe this week against the Falcons for some reason. Are you playing Kyle Pitts or David Njoku? I mean, yeah. playing Kyle Pitts. Where's uh, the volume, though? Where's the volume? If you think Njoku's getting seven targets, you're playing Njoku, right? Uh, I can also think Kyle Pitts gets seven targets or more. Okay. And I'm just going on the superior athlete of the two. Okay. David Njoku or Gasecki? Injoku. Probably Injoku. Really? So he's up there for you this week. Yeah, Injoku. I like Injoku this week. So, sure. Mad Mob, the rankings I've got so far is Injoku, Gaseki, Irv Smith, Zach Ertz. That's what I've got from, from, from the this or that's. From from Goni. I've got I've got Ertz above. Yeah, that's good. Uh yeah, I'm firing up uh the Browns back I don't think I made a pick here. Give me the Falcons. Give me the under. I'm taking the Browns backfield, starting them. Joku, I'll start if necessary. If I'm streaming tight ends, he's a nice fill-in. Start Drake London. Start Cordero Patterson. Start Kyle Pitts. Yeah, just the usuals. There's really... You start Zacchaeus. Huh? 
Olamide Zacchaeus, do you start him? No. No. Had to ask. Some people are hurting, man, and some people have teams like Biggs. What about Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones or Adam Thielen in your flex? Oh, that is the ugliest question we've asked on here, which means it's good. Probably Adam Thielen for me. And I know good and well I'm getting a single-digit game out of him. <laughs> yeah, you're literally hoping for a touchdown, and it's going to come in like the third or fourth quarter, more than likely. They just so don't involve they don't involve him in the game plan. What's so? What's your answer, Cody? Uh, Thielen, give me Thielen. Onward to a better game. Uh, Bills minus three at Baltimore. Over under at fifty one. This is going to be a spicy one. I'm excited for this one. Over. Give this me is the, the game over. of the week, right? This is game of the week right here. Uh, so far, absolutely. Give me the over. This is a shootout. If this isn't a shootout, I'll eat my shorts. <laughs> although, although typically games that are in the NFL, it seems like these games, are they end up being 17-14 grinders. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying, is the games that you anticipate two heavyweights to be just throwing points on the board, it's a defensive struggle with 500 penalties apiece, uh, three turnovers apiece. Yeah, so, I mean, for what it's worth, the Bills secondary is extremely depleted. Extremely depleted. They just they just signed someone, like, off the streets today, I think. I, I read somewhere to possibly come in and, and play for them because everyone on their team is hurt as far as the secondary goes. So, that being said, still give me the Bills. Give me, give me the under because of what we just talked about. We're expecting a monster shootout. I, I feel like there will be some points, but it will fall just shy of the line. Yeah. Give, yeah. give me Ravens. Give me under. I think the guy that we're all wondering about is Devin Singletary. Are you playing him as an RB2 or in your flex this week, Wayne? Yeah, based off what he did uh, – as far as receiving goes, I mean, yeah. he led in receiving last week. I think he's, I think he's a solid RB two at this point, just based off that. But uh, before we dive in, let me give my picks here. Give me Buffalo. Give me the over. The Ravens have scored a lot of points this year. Josh Allen's angry. That whole uh, Buffalo's mad. They're going to come out. Coming off of a loss, uh, I, I look for this to actually be accurate and be a shootout. I, I think I think we could see both these teams score in the 30s. So, yeah. that being said, how can you not fire up Devin Singletary? You know, I mean, I think Stephon Diggs is going to get his. Gabe Davis is going to get his. I think Dawson Knox finally finds pay, finds pay dirt this week. Dawson Knox up Mike Gusecki. Mike Gusecki. Mike Gusecki. Do you fire up? I mean, Gabe Davis is probably my favorite out of the, the game this week, to be honest with you. And that's not even because uh, like I'm the, sure, the number one Gabe, Gabe Davis fan club. Um, but do you fire up Isaiah McKenzie this week? I don't think so. He's I coming off a good week. But... In a deep flex. I think, he, I think you can in a pinch in a deep flex. Isaiah McKenzie or Bateman? 
I'm going Bateman. I'm going McKenzie, I think. Just because two, four, and two is how many receptions Bateman has gotten so far in the games this year. I like I like more volume than that. I know Wayne hates volume. But the targets that Bateman has got are have been some deep bombskies, so I could see a touchdown either way. No, I won't put a doink on it. Um, I, I'm going to do something that's unprecedented on this podcast, and I'm going to agree with Wayne, and I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman as as my flex play of the week. I do like McKenzie. I actually like them both. I'm playing them both in the flex. I'd like to do change play- my answer to Isaiah McKenzie. I will also change my answer. To <laughs> Unprecedented. Unprecedented. <laughs> Flex play of the week. Um, Mark Andrews, of course. We're firing up Mark Andrews. Do you fire up J.K. Dobbins this week? I am. In his return. I am. Thanks. I think you have to, man. I mean, he's the only, he's, it's him and Justice Hill. That's it. I'm a I hard pass. I'm a hard pass this week. I, hard I do not. Pass. If if he gets hard me pass. if he gets me eleven points, I'm a, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm not expecting a. a I, I agree. A, I just think it's hard. I think it's gonna be hard. He's. I think he he needs to score a touchdown for that to happen. Yeah, agreed. And, and I, I think he does. Yeah. That's that's he, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, is there anyone else to talk about in this game? Nope, I don't believe so. Fire up your usual suspects. Look for Gabe Davis to bounce back. Yep. Next game, we have the poop game of the week. The Washington Commanders plus three at Dallas Cowboys. Uh, The over-under is 41.5. Take Dallas and take the under. I'm taking all unders on the Cowboys this year. The game plan is to uh, hand the ball off and let Cooper Rush just manage the game and not make mistakes. So, I, I feel um, like he's been doing I, that pretty well. I'm playing well. C.D. Lamb. I'm playing Noah Brown in the flex. Washington has the worst secondary statistically in the league this year. Um, I even like, as a super deep add, I like Jake Ferguson tied in for the Cowboys. He looked good last week with Dalton Schultz out. In Dynasty Leagues, I'm taking a flyer on him if it's a really deep league. Um. I don't love Terry McLaurin against Diggs, but I do like Curtis Samuel. I do like Jahan Dotson this week. Do you You're play Trayvon Brown. Diggs, dude? It's so confusing. Hey, did you, I don't know if you noticed, but he shut down David Sills last week. <laughs> oh, what an accomplishment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Practice squad, guys. Uh, do you still do you play Noah Brown this week if Michael Gallup suits up? No. But but I'm playing one or the other. If Gallup suits, I'll I'll play play with Gallup. Okay. I I'm personally probably going to stay away from Gallup this week if he does play. But I would flex Noah Brown if Gallup does not play. I uh, just have to see it first. Sure. Uh, give give me give me Washington. Sorry, Wayne. I'll, I'll get you in a second, man. Uh, give me Washington with the points and give me the over. Wow. Not going to happen. Okay. Give me Washington. Give me the same thing. Washington points <sighs> over. I, I, like. I, I I just don't trust Noah or Michael Gallup this, this week because uh, Cooper Rush found the number one receiver last week. CeeDee Lamb finally broke the 20s. 
could have had a, way more, but he had two egregious drops. That being said, Cooper kept going back to him. So I look for CD to start doing what we expected him to do before the year started to the detriment of Noah Brown. I think Michael Gallup is a sketchy play. He'll probably be on a snap count. Noah Brown only had – he's he went up and down. You know, Cooper Rush came in, went off with his boy, uh, 20 points. They're, they're the second team duo. Then Cooper Rush got a full week of, of practicing as the one. And C.D. Lamb scores 22 and Noah Brown drops to 10. I think he's he's starting to use the number ones more. So Noah Brown is a is a deep flex for me, but I'm I'm not happy about it. Terry uh, McLaurin like- started. Are y'all starting Curtis? Probably starting Curtis Samuel. I mean, you have to. You Absolutely. have to. The way he's been playing. Too much volume. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Uh, Brian Robinson was out running routes. So you Antonio Gibson owners, the talk, the clock is ticking. It's ticking, man. Trade him now. Yeah, I'd I'd probably try and trade. I mean, I even have him. Uh, my worst fear right now is an Antonio Gibson owner, and it would be also if I had any Brian Robinson shares anywhere, is that this whole shooting that happened with him hurts both of them. I feel like Brian Robinson comes back now and does not get his role that he was slated to have at the beginning of the season. He gets worked back in. And if the man doesn't absolutely crush it, I feel like they split for the rest of the year. And it just torpedoes the value of both of them. Just caps it, really. It caps their value. That's that's just my personal opinion. I, I, I see it possibly coming. Antonio Gibson, I, I actually have felt comfortable playing uh, in an RB2 role thus far throughout the season and it just scares me to death that brian robinson is coming back just to cap the upside for both of them you, you gotta imagine that you're gonna lose a step when you when you take a, a 45 right to the tater right oh a hundred percent a hundred percent it's it's just it changed the dynamic because now antonio gibson also has shown that like hey man i'm i'm not that bad i'm not that bad i promise you know, all the people who have Ryan Robinson on their IR right now are expecting Superman to come back. You know, but a, a fifty caliber to the beanbag, well, you got to tr- tread carefully. I'm with you, Goni. What about Pollard or Zeke? Who are you guys choosing here? Both. Well, you're obviously not starting both. You're not starting both. N- n- I don't know. Ah, I don't know, man. You're going to play. You have one or the other. I feel like very few people probably have both. I feel like Zeke has a safe floor. He's not going to go nuts for you. He's not going to win you any weeks, but he's going to give you 12, 13, 14. If you're okay with that, that's what he's going to give you. Yeah, Pollard, just he looks so much more explosive. I think Pollard has standalone flex value this game. What do you guys think? I think Pollard has standalone flex value every game, to be honest with you. I think that Zeke, Zeke's been running pretty decently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His yards per carry are are just fine. He's got over four and a half yards of carry thus far to the season. He's got one touchdown, but his his carries go 10, 15, and 15. If he was seeing his, his 20 touches a game, he 
he'd be a, a very strong RB two. Very strong. Hey, RB2. They're they're playing they're playing him very safely right yeah. now, and it's capping his fantasy value. His and this is one of the things that I hate for Zeke is the talents there. When you look at the statistical breakdown, four and a half yards per rush is probably top ten in the league right now. But you just don't see it. You just don't see it because he splits with Pollard. Do you play Cooper Rush this week? Yes. Oh, Lord. And you shouldn't ever flex. have to play That's Cooper Rush. Play. No, man. Just in a, a regular flex league. <laughs> how, how, how bad would it have to be? Flex. I don't know. You have to be ultra. You have to be Wayne desperate in a, a two quarterback league. That's how desperate you have to be. I mean, sorry, man. I'm just speaking <laughs> out here. I'm not playing Cooper Easy. Rush in free draft. There's, there's better out there. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you told the truth on that one, Beggs. He ain't playing Cooper Rush. Come on now. I, I, no, I mean, I, I just assumed you meant a super flex. No, 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 no. All right, we have the next game. The Lions coming in at favorites again. Uh, four and a half point favorites over the Seahawks. Over under is 48. Uh, D Swift out for what, four or five weeks? That's what it's looking like, Goni. Four or five is the timeline now? They're saying, uh, they're saying after his bye, after the Detroit's bye week is last I heard. Man, I did not. My last that I'd heard it was uh, he could benefit from being out two games. But I mean, hey, if if that is the case, then hey, that's it. It just is what it is, right? Are, are we vetting this right now? Yeah, I think I think we need to. Um, what was the line for this game, Wayne? Uh, forty-eight uh, plus four. Oof. I'm going to take the over, and he's, it's Detroit plus four. Yes. I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to uh, take Detroit. I think I think Detroit keeps on chucking. Uh, I think Jamal Williams is just fine. Uh, I think Craig, Craig Reynolds is a super deep league kind of a play this week. Uh, I think he's going to get, you know, 10 carries, a couple receptions. He might vulture a a touchdown maybe we'll see uh, i love amon ross st brown i like dj chark this week as a as a deep league flex play personally i love lockett i love dk i know odds are only one of them is going to hit but i like them both um i'm sitting all seattle running backs though hey real quick I, i've got the answer uh so i mean we were both right it's only two games he they they talked about him sitting out until after the bye, but his bye is week six, gentlemen, not five or six weeks away. He, he's got two games that they're talking about him missing. He'll have the bye week after that, and then he they're saying that that'll be the time off to to heal up. Yeah, I man, he he's he's pretty banged up though. Gone. He played hurt the last two weeks, and it kind of showed. Uh, he had a he had a thirty yard touchdown catch that saved his his fantasy week in week two. Uh, I think it depends on how the Lions kind of go, right? I mean, if they're winning games with him out, they're they're not going to rush to bring him back, are they? No, no. You know? Plus, he's a special running back as well, man. You don't 
just get him back when you can get him back. That, that that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like the Lions. I like the over. I, I think this is a pretty high-scoring game. Boys, I'm going to – sorry, Wayne. I missed all of the, the numbers, the spread, the over-under. I was busy vetting this. What was it one more time? Uh, Lions plus four and a half, 48. Plus four and a half, 48. And this is against the Seahawks? Mm-hmm. They are pl- – they're dogs by four and a half? No, Seattle's plus four and a half. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, if that's the case, give me the Lions. Uh, they're they're just playing too well right now, and they're they're close in every single game period. Uh, yeah, I mean, fire up all the guys. Begs told you to fire up. The only really thing I I have to add is Tyler Lockett not doing bad right now. Tyler Lockett has eleven targets and nine receptions in each of the last two games. He's Sneakily emerging as Geno Smith's favorite target of the two. Uh, DK kind of, you know, saved his fantasy week last week by putting up a touchdown. Tyler Lockett hasn't scored yet, but he's put up 19.7 and 16.6 in PPR scoring formats over the last two weeks. So, you know, for it being such an anemic offense, at least on paper, coming into the season... And however you feel about Tyler Lockett, usually if you have him or, or if you've ever had him on your fantasy teams, he's very boomer bust. But if I'm seeing double digit targets out of, you know, Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett, I feel pretty comfortable playing him this week as as even a, a wide receiver, too. Honestly, I, I like the matchup against the Lions secondary for sure. And Geno Smith, I think Geno Smith is worth worth a stream. If you need a quarterback, I don't think I think you could do worse with the streaming option at at quarterback. I totally agree. That, speaking of boomer bust, I'd like to hear you guys' opinion. I don't know if you guys saw this. There was like a a viral fantasy question that made its rounds last year. I kind of want to bring it back up. Would you guys rather have a guy who gets you twenty five points? Uh, across eight weeks, or would you rather have a, a guy get you 15 points across 16? It depends on it all comes down to roster composition for me, honestly. Okay. A, a guy like uh, for me, I like to have the archetype of wide receiver. My wide receiver one, uh, I like to have a steady dosage of just targets, 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 targets. And if I can get a guy in like my flex or my wide receiver too, like a Mike Williams or something like that, a boomer bust guy that gives you a whole lot of points. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. If I can get eight week winning weeks out of them, give me that. I I totally agree. Yep. Give me the lions. I don't care about the points. Uh, give me, give me the under. I don't like it. I don't think a lot of points were scored here. I'm with you. I start Tyler Lockett. I think he's he's been low-key really good all year. Uh, agree. Don't start any of the Seattle backfield. I don't think Craig Reynolds deserves a start, even with D. Swift not playing. I think Jamal Williams' owners are are just tittering, just giddy this week with, with what they're going to get out of him. Um, Amon Ra, TJ Hawkinson, start them all. Onward. We got the Chargers minus five at the Texans. 
Over under is at 44. Joey Bosa take, supposed to be out for this one, by the way. I want to take the Texans. This is kind of a trappy line to me, and I'm going to take the under. Uh, I love Damian Pierce. I Mike Williams is really starting to upset me. Uh, he makes my blood boil a little bit, Goni. But I feel like he's due for a monster game. I'm playing Herbert, and that's all I have to say about this one. <laughs> Short and sweet, huh? Uh, give me, give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Give me the over in this one. I think the Chargers are going to come out play play upset. Maybe not so angry, but upset. Gerald Everett or Mike Gusecki? <sighs> Gerald Everett. Uh, give me Mike Gusecki because I feel like. Keenan Allen might suit up for this one. This is a win for you, Goni. We we never thought we would have been asking this question preseason. Let's go round twenty four tight end in the top five right now, or uh, top ten, whatever. I have I have a hot take. I think Brandon Cooks is a uh, top twelve wide receiver this week. Mm. I'll put a doink uh, that he isn't. Ooh, you're gonna put a doink on it. On a hot take, wow! That's rough. We're, just, we're reaching, we're, we're reaching and grabbing doinks now. For for a doink, give me eighteen and I'll take it. Top eighteen and I'll take it. He's been playing well below that all year. Meet me in the middle. I did. That's 18. Wayne's trick right there. He tries to finesse you with the meet me in the middle. Okay, stuff. don't meet me in the middle. Meet me at meet me at sixteen. Dude, you quit nickel and diamond me. You saw what happened last time you did that. Meet me, me at meet me at sixteen. Meet me at sixteen. No, no. Eight, 18 or nothing. Leave it. Take it or leave it. Seventeen. <laughs> eighteen or nothing, man. That's All right. different. He, he doesn't want it, Wayne. Let's continue with the analysis here. Oh. I'll take it at eighteen. Sissy. All right. All right. So. I think Keenan Allen is playing this week. Uh, I'm probably not firing up Josh Palmer. Uh, Donald Parham is limited in practice. Gerald Everett. I mean, if you need if you need something, this is still a great offense. I would still play Gerald Everett if you have him. You could definitely do worse. On the other side, I, I think Damian Pierce has potential to. No, I will not put a, a doink on it, Wayne, in advance. I think Damian Pierce has potential to be a top 12 running back this week. I like the matchup as well. You're firing up. Are, are you firing up Nico Collins? In a, in a deep league, sure. In a, yeah, in a deep league. Sure. He gets, you know, he, his target share is surprisingly high on the offense. Uh, I don't have the number right in front of me, but... Uh, yeah, I like Nico, man. Nico's a he's a really good talent. He's just kind of in a bad team situation, yeah. Organization. <laughs> yeah. I mean three three, nine, and four in terms of targets. Not as high of a target share as, as I thought. I'm gonna walk that back. I I still like Nico in a super deep league. Wayne. I'm not a fan of it. Davis Mills has been He's been struggling, dude. All right. Who you got for this game, did you say? 
I did not say. Uh, give me the Chargers minus five and give me the under. And it's 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 close. I I wanted to make fun of Begley for taking the Texans plus five, but then like when I really thought about it, you know, Joey Bosa out and all that. It's 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 not a bad it's not a bad call. It's not a bet. I I never throw this into my parlay. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a very soft Chargers minus five for me. Herbert's in pain. You can tell. Uh, does Eck get it going? Let's, let's let me just ask this question before we move on. Does Eck hit twenty points this week? No. If you can't do it against the Houston, you're not going to do it. I'm going to say yes. It's not for lack of trying, man. He just is not utilized like that this year. Tag on it. Uh, okay. They've only had one goal line carry all year, Gunny. Isn't that? That's interesting. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah, it was him. Yeah. Yeah. I like X to get back on track. Um, next game, that was a that was a robust robust um, wasn't it? Does he does he break twenty though, Begs? I'm just that's all I want to know. Does he break twenty this week? No, I, I won't think, doink you for it. I won't put you on the spot with a doink, Wayne style. I think twenty is well within his range of outcomes. Yes, but does he? <laughs> I, I I put I would say he's between fifteen and thirty this week. So just, I think so. Okay, right, it, it's so, it's in his range of outcomes, you know, Yes, of course it's in his range of outcomes, man. He's got it in the toolbox. I'm just asking <laughs> you to plant the flag on one way or the other. Stop beating around the bush here. Sure, man. Sure, sure. I I, I think he gets twenty. Man, Beggs doesn't say it with his chest at all. We can move on. I can't. He he, he can't never says here. anything with his chest. Nah, ever. Yeah, you can around here. Yeah, you, you got. I, I gave you firstborn. I gave you pre-doink immunity right there to plant the flag, and you just it just soft, man. It Sorry, soft. man. Wayne's got me on my heels with Brandon Cooks. He wants seventeen instead of eighteen. That's the that's the softest crap I've ever heard in my life. Well, you All said right. you said he's R, you said he's WR one this week. I said he wasn't. It's a hot take. It's a it's a hot take. It, it, it's a gut feeling. If you look at his air yards, the guy's getting the ball. He's just not catching it. They're, he's not getting a very catchable ball. I, I, I think it's the ship. I agree. He's just trying to capitalize off of your 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 standout takes and everything, man. He is. Who he, does stuff like he's that? He's reeling from the Brandon Ayuk loss, and he's trying to recover. Yeah, he's hurting. That's what it is. Uh, are y'all done? Continue. Are y'all done? Can we continue, yeah. or do you want to do you want to continue to kick a kick a man while he's down? We're done with the analysis on the analysis. <laughs> oh gosh! Next game: Titans plus three and a half at Colts. Over under is forty two and a half. Is this the ugliest game of the week? Yep. Is this the game you you least want to watch this week? <laughs> yep. Uh give me uh give me Titans. I think they figured out the formula. I like Traylon Burks this week. Give Derrick Henry the like, ball. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the formula. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it, it's not hard, Tennessee. I like Traylon Burks. I like Derrick Henry. Man. I like Michael Pittman. I like JT, and that's about it. I think I like the Colts this week. I, I, I feel like they they had a shocking upset last week over the Chiefs. I think they kind of ride that momentum into this this game right now. Um, 
as far as Traylon Burks goes, you guys are infinitely higher on him than I'll probably ever be. Over or under? I, I don't know. How low can I set the bar here? Uh, over or under? Over. Four and a half targets? Over. He's had five, six, and two targets. Over. I'll Wait. put a doink on that. Get out of here, man. Okay. I'm just asking you a question, all right? Wayne. Well, what do you think, Goni? What do you, what do you think he get over under? I don't know. If I was going to take that, I mean, I could see it hit the under for sure. <laughs> it did last week. Is that what you're taking? Uh, yeah, I'll man, put a doink and see that. over. <laughs> no. no, not happening. Not happening. Man, uh, Mad Mob, I came with a with a fully loaded clip, and I'm just shooting in there and missing. Anyways, I'm not playing Traylon Burks. You couldn't. Wild horses couldn't get me to play Traylon Burks. A fan favorite of, of that. That's that's not how that here. saying is used. We'll we'll pass on that. At all, at, at all. That's that was, exactly how Begley is used. You know what, Goni? You know what, Goni? Wild horses couldn't pull Traylon Burks out of my starting lineup. Whew. There he is. There Man, he is. see the difference? Wild horses couldn't keep you from losing either. That, again, you didn't use it good, he, man. You just didn't use it right. Okay. <laughs> right. Keep, keep trying. We'll work on it off air. Either way, he had he played the most snaps that he's played all year last week, and he, he saw one reception on two targets for 13 yards against the Raiders in a game where they were Running not the really ball. competitive. Uh, what do you think they're going to do this week? They're going to run the ball. They're going to run games. the ball against their division opponent. Goni, it was, it was, I understand that two targets is, the, is disheartening. It was game script. He got tackled at the half-yard line. It was a gut punch. I mean, it, he's... Six inches from an eight-point game versus a two. Not saying an eight-point game. Okay. Okay. Great. But, <laughs> I'm so but, glad you elaborated on that. Oh, man. It was almost a kind of disappointing game instead of a completely disappointing <laughs> game. Exactly. He was one yard away from just being kind of disappointing. Uh, makes a big difference. I like your positive yeah. outlook, Begley. Thanks, bro. That, that's that's the equivalent of you saying that last week on a hundred percent of the times he caught the ball, he got dropped at the half yard line. Man, it's just, oh man, he's so close. What what a stat you threw out there, uh, Wayne Cooks top eighteen, huh? Cooks top eighteen this week. Don't bet. I'll take I'll take sixteen. I'm, are you I'm firing up firm. any? Are you firing up Matt Ryan? No, not are you at firing all. up. Are you firing up any Colts wide receiver too? No. Can we? Can we just say Traylon Burks isn't doing that hot because Ryan Tannehill has been very underwhelming this season? Can we just say that's exactly why I didn't like Traylon Burks going into the season? We can say it. Well, that's what happened. Did, did you also not like Drake London for the same reason? No, because I have Drake London in a doink bet against you. And I'm against Traylon Burks 
and a doink against Wayne. So I put so my you money thought so you thought Marcus Mariota was going to have a better year than Ryan Tannehill. Um, I mean, if you want to put it like that, Traylon Burks is like the one supposedly for the team in a poor passing offense where he's just the guy that they utilize the run game, open it up with the play action, and he's not that guy versus another team that has Kyle Pitts, who's the one, and he's the only other pass catcher. You have Robert Woods over in, in Tennessee. Yeah, you brought in Austin Hooper. Like, yeah, I liked his role in the offense better, Drake London's. You like what, what, what are you doing a stupid t- look for, man? Uh, well, because Arthur Smith is is a is a Tennessee expat, bro. He, he came from Tennessee to Atlanta. It's the same offense, and you're saying you like the number two option in Atlanta over the number one in Tennessee? Was that the logic? I mean, you guys are literally cool. having me break it down, and you're you're making it out to be bigger than it was when we came into the season. How many pass catchers did the Atlanta Falcons have? One. Three. What, who was it? Kyle Pitts. No. Wide receivers. I, I think it was just Kyle Pitts. No, it was one. It was Kaderil Hodge was the only one on the roster coming into the season. They re-signed Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, they drafted um, Drake London. And they filled out the rest of the spots. We knew whoever was going to be the one was going to get plenty of targets this is, season. Is Robert Woods, like, is he really a scary dude that you're worried about to just vulture everything away? Same with no, Austin Robert, Hooper. Kyle Pitt scares Robert, me a lot more than Robert Woods and Austin Hooper. Okay, but Robert Woods has always been a serviceable NFL wide receiver. Robert Woods has been actually really good for a while. Either way. Just because he's not doing Either yeah, way. What's your point? We all, I'm pretty sure we all agreed that Ryan Tannehill was going to be better than Marcus Mariota this year. I don't think we ever got that far in the quarterback <laughs> rankings. They were both very, very we did. low. We did. There's there. an episode where I was asked um, if any quarterbacks lose their job this year, and I said I think Mitch Trubisky and Marcus Marietta lose their jobs this year, which would heavily imply that they're not going to have a good year, and you agreed with me. Uh-oh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I pulled it out the archives. I pulled that one out the archives. He was the greatest point ever, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I I wanted, Uh, you know what, moving on. I'm not even going to hang my hat on this one. I was was reaching for straws there. Uh, It was good analysis going. You're you're winning so far. Next game. What just happened? Something happened. He, he, just made, he just made something and just dunked on my head while he was frozen on my screen. And then he comes back and tells the mad mob, oh, you know what, Cone, you did, you did great. Meanwhile, he's just assassin dunking on my head in front of the world. <laughs> Is that what happened? Assassin dunking. Wow. No, I'm just, yeah. we're moving on. We're moving on. It's, it's done. Uh, can, can we just agree that Traylon Burks was a stupid, a stupid doink for you to take at Wide receiver forty. Preseason, no. That's that was my point. He'll get there. Wayne. Oh, I didn't hear any of it. I didn't hear a single word of the point. 
That's why I'm confused. This whole thing has been just one singular point. Preseason, that was a good doink. I'll, I'll stand by it. Okay. But Wayne's going to win that, Connie. Do you want to put a doink on it? That Wayne that wins it? That he's top 40? That Wayne Wait. wins it? Yeah. That Wayne wins that doink? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think Trey Burks will be fine. Let's go. Oh, yes. Double doink, double absolutely. doink, double doink, double doink. Absolutely. Trey Burks will, Traylon Burks will be fine. He's a rookie. D- be patient. Wayne, if I gave you an opportunity right now to get out of that bet, would you take it? No. Out of oh. boy. Say it All with right. your chest. Man, That's at least one of you does. Podcast history was made. Hey, buddy. I'm siding with Wayne. Hey, buddy. The, these are house shoes. These these ain't no flip flops. These are okay, these are these on. are the most comfiest, fluffy champion house shoes. I ain't wearing thongs around my house. We we don't around here, man. Ma, we call we call Gunny <laughs> flip gobs for a reason. He's back and forth constantly, constantly. Boo. You have to chain him to a take. That's terrible. You have to. Okay. Uh, next game, Bears at Giants. Bears. Post- God, this episode has just Lip been gobs. railroaded, <laughs> absolutely railroaded. Uh, Bears plus three at New York, uh, over under a thirty nine and a half. I'm not touching any. Sh- we're all firing up Khalil Herbert. I'll just say it for all of us. We're firing up Khalil Herbert and absolutely nobody else on Chicago. Not a singular soul on Chicago. Khalil Herbert, and that's it. Uh, I'll take this guy. Bears defense. Bears defense. No, uh, we're we're firing up Saquon Barkley, and absolutely nobody else on the Giants. Uh, I think Richie James could be. Oh my in gosh! Shut up, Goni. Just shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. We're starting the running backs in this game, and not a soul more. We're all choosing Giants minus three, and we're all taking the under. Goni, Aquanami, St. Brown, or Richie James? Richie James. I, I hate Charles Guts. <laughs> Richie James. But do you, any of y'all want to argue the over-under and the, the team I picked to win? You, you can do that. I'll uh, allow it. Wait. Wayne, Wayne's basically, you know, uh, decided for us, I guess, on this game here. He's just taking yeah, wrap it up. Show. Wrap it up, Wayne. We're good. <sighs> We're good on this. All right, you're welcome. Uh, next game, Jags plus six and a half at Eagles. Over under is forty seven. Give me the Jaguars. The Jaguars. The Jaguars. Why do you, Why do you say the Jaggy Wires? And give me the over. Uh, I love Christian Kirk in this game. I, I, I think he stays hot. I think Philly's weakness is in the slot, and uh, that's where Kirk's going to be operating out of. I, I do not like Zay Jones as much in this game. Um, I think you got to keep playing James Robinson. I think ETN, you know, maybe in the flex, if, if you're pushing it, I don't love him. I really like uh, A.J. Brown in this game and Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz? Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Uh, do we agree also. that Jalen Hurts is going to just tear the world down again? Yeah, ride the hot hand. Probably. For sure. Yeah. Jacksonville's yeah, not containing him. There's no way. 
Who who's the MVP right now, in your opinion, guys? Give me your top three. Jalen Hurts one. Lamar Jackson one. Okay. That's fair. Jalen Lamar Josh Allen for me in that order. It's Lamar Josh Jalen for me. I'm probably Lamar Josh Jalen as well, as of right now. Give give me the guy who's three and zero over the guy who's two and one. Lamar's two and one, but he's doing like historic things right now. He's he's yeah, going to get Jaylen's paid by somebody. Um, <laughs> give me give me the points in this one. Give me give me plus six. Give me the uh, Jacks plus six and a half. Give me the over. I think these are two offenses that are clicking against two two defenses that. I mean, the Eagles' defense is is not bad by any means, but I just I think these two offenses run it up. I'm not, yeah. I mean, obviously Christian Kirk, AJ Brown, uh, Devonta Smith. I'm we're at the point where I'm firing up, firing him up. If I got him, he's in my starting lineup. You have to, have to. Evan Ingram or Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki. Easy money. I'm taking Evan Ingram. Ugh. Okay. Uh, next right. game, we got the Jets plus three and a half at Steelers. Uh, over under is forty one and a half. This game. Ugh. I love Garrett Wilson. Give me the. Give me the. Uh, give me the Jets. I love the Steelers defense. Give me the Steelers defense. Yeah. You can have them. Here you that's go. The, that's the stream of the week right now, I think, for the, the DST position. I like the Giants against Chicago, man. Gross. Yeah, I know. Give me the Giants. The Giants' defense isn't half bad, and Chicago is awful, as you know. Yeah, I do. All, all the things Begley said in the preseason about Justin Fields were actually true. I don't know. I don't know why, like... It, it kind of hurt my feelings and it left a bad taste in my mouth when Wayne referred to Justin Fields as your boy like last week. He's not a boy. He's he's never been my boy. But I feel like I started to take him on as like a... He's, no, he, he, he hasn't. He was 100% your boy. I, he was your no, boy. No, he, he was never my boy. I never lobbied for him like that aside from the doink that I had with Begley. It, it's kind of like... Uh, Pretty much every single time I've ever referred to him, it was in comparison to Zach Wilson. But right now, I'm not going to lie, I'm getting a little nervous. Yeah, you are. Getting a little nervous. But I know how bad Zach Wilson is. It's just, if they throw the ball 40 times, he's got to be better. Zach Wilson has got to be better if he throws the ball 40 times. You know how bad Zach Wilson is, just like you knew how good Justin Fields was going to be. That man. Wayne, how many times off air did he try to talk to us about Justin Fields? Uh, he wouldn't shut up about him, dude. Zero. Countless. It's his boy. Countless. Why would he stop talking about his boy? I mean, going. it's at a point. Are you willing to say you were wrong about Justin Fields? Only if he loses to Zach Wilson. What about the fact that you called him a good quarterback? And that's your quote. When? You said he was top 15. 
I never said that. You can, oh, I never said that. <laughs> you could definitely pull that one up and play it back to me, and I'll admit it all day, but I know for a fact I didn't say that. That was the coldest take of all time, though. That, that needs to go to the annals of the podcast. You, you said you for real said he was a top 15 fantasy quarterback. Yes, I mean, I would, never, I would never say. Oh, okay. We're just live out here. Uh, give me the Jets plus three. Give me the under. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the under here. I'm sitting my Jets running backs this week. I'll play Tyler Conklin. I'll play Garrett Wilson. I'll play Elijah Moore. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Give me, give me the Steelers. Give me the under. It's gonna be gross. Fire up DJ. Yeah, I mean Najee. You're gonna play Najee. I fire think Najee actually is good game. You fire up uh, Trubisky. Yes or no? No. No. It, do you think the Jets? You could run Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. In this game, I said I would fire them up. I'd be on the same team. No, you should never have. No, oh, gross. Okay, just saying. If if Mad Mob, if you have two Jets receivers on your fantasy team, lose our number. Yeah, you're doing it wrong, man. All right, that is the one o'clock games. I'll do a quick update, just a lightning fast update, just. The fastest you've ever heard because just Goni off air just dogged this part. And I, I can only assume it's because he's getting just his tater handed to him. Nailed it. Fire away. Fast. It is the CTFL, the crappy team fantasy league that I'm referring to. This week, uh, I came in first. Beckley came in second. And for the third straight week, uh, Goni came in last. The total team outputs Goni 49.34. Begley with 64.08. And myself with 80.2. Bringing the overall totals to Goni through week three, (laughs) 180.48. Continue. Continue. <laughs> you know, you know, this is bound to go down. This man is screeching. He's screeching right now. That's so yeah. bad. I've never <laughs> seen such a terrible thing. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. We, this is this is this. It's only going to get worse for me. I know. It's only going to get I know. worse. I can't this wait for this belly laugh every week. This is a best ball lineup that we did with the worst teams in football. And I just lost my best player in DeAndre Swift. It's going to get worse. What do you like? You're going to laugh this hard next week. I can't wait. After, and the week after. I guess we will. Uh, Begley's point total, 267.62. And me, after three weeks, with a over 100-point lead on Coney with 284.78. Okay. How about the team's one? This one's this one's actually interesting. This one got interesting this week, gentlemen. Uh, our our bad team uh, pick. I have Bears Panthers. Goni has Jags Lions. Beggs has Giants Jets. We evened it up this week. Bears Panthers both won. Uh, Jags Lions split, and Giants Jets both lost, bringing us all 
to three and three. Interesting. Let's go. It's, it's, it's a stark contrast to what's going on in the CDFL. <laughs> Man, it, I'm enjoying rooting for the Lions every week. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, I wish I had them. I hate having to root for the Panthers and the Jaguars. I, I like rooting for the, the underdogs. Your teams actually look solid, though. Yeah, going here. I think you're going to win this one pretty easy. Well, Wayne, do you have you have the Bears, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I let I let, one. I let him yeah, poison me with his Justin what? Fields talk. The carrying. Did, uh, did you choose the Bears because Goni pegged him as a top fifteen QB? Yeah, that's literally the only reason. Makes sense. Oh God, get me out of here! All right, Mad Mob, we will see you. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you tomorrow uh, to take care of the remainder of the games and go over uh, our new DFS lineups and go over uh, what happened this past week uh, in the DFS game. You all know I had a bad week, foreshadowing. It's it's going to be bad. Uh, but we'll see you all f- tomorrow, 7 a.m. sharp. Later. All right. 100-point leads after three weeks for MVP. <laughs> <laughs>